Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, I'm Vinny Angelo, and I serve at Golden Hills as the coordinator of small group curriculum and adult education. In today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. A few episodes back, I shared a devotion on uh, the fruit of the Spirit being patience. And so, if you listen back to that episode, I talk about how I believe that the fruit that Paul is talking about should be understood as love. Love is the fruit of the spirit and all those other things he mentions, uh, like joy and peace and, and patience, they should be viewed through the lens of love. Today, we're going to talk about goodness. So let's look at how God defines goodness and how we could practice goodness. When I think of goodness, I can't help but joke around and sing, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Uh, it's, it's funny because this is often our natural view of goodness. Um, we know the, the context of this song, that we need to be good or else Santa will not find you worthy of giving a gift to on Christmas. You're actually going to be left with coal. But that's a very selfish sort of goodness. It's a goodness that says, I'm acting this way in order to earn something. That's basically karma. It's a philosophy that says, I'm going to receive what I give, and so I better do good for goodness sake. <laughs> but this isn't a biblical view of goodness. Paul's use of goodness in Galatians 5, it has more to do with generosity, in one commentary I've read on Galatians, the scholar describes goodness like this. He says, goodness is an attitude of generous kindness to others, which is happy to do far more than is required. It's an attitude of generous kindness to others, which is happy to do far more than required. So when we talk about biblical goodness, we are talking about some specific things. First off, goodness can't be done if it's the bare minimum because goodness has to do with being generous and you're not generous when you're doing the minimum. Just like how you won't be a good athlete with minimal effort. Goodness, it can't be done alone. Like with all the fruits of the spirit, we are called into community and need to live out life in community. We can't practice patience if it's just us. We can't practice uh, kindness if it's just us. All of these things, all the fruit of the spirit are things that we're doing in the context of a community of people. And most importantly, goodness can't be done if we're just wanting something in return. That's actually selfishness. That's the opposite of goodness. It's only goodness when it's about others. And we take ourselves and any potential benefit we might receive out of the equation. You know, a few years back, 
uh, I, I spent a little bit of time working as a substitute teacher in some of the local schools in the area. And one day I was subbing at Liberty High School. And in one of the rooms, there was a quote on the wall. And it said, this is what the quote says. You can judge a man's true character by the way he treats those who can do nothing for him. This is the heart of goodness. It's the way we treat others who have nothing to offer us. And this actually really sums up the gospel well. God saved people who had nothing to offer him. As fallen humans, we are rebelling against the the rule of the king. And we're not looking for a savior. We're not looking to be members of God's kingdom. Actually, our natural desire is to bring destruction on God's kingdom. So we, as citizens of the city of man, we want to see the city of God burn. We're rebels. But even in our rebellion, God looks at us and treats us with goodness. God says, I don't save those who want to serve me. He says, I save those who actually hate me and rebel against me. And so we can look at the character of the father and see someone who is wholly good. Because we are seeing the way he treats those who can do nothing for him. And since this is at the heart of the father, we are to emulate what he does. We love the things that he loves and we hate the things that he hates. And since God is full of goodness and loves those who can do nothing for him, we too are to love those who could do nothing for us. We pursue goodness because God is goodness. So if we put this together, when we're describing the person who is good, we're describing a person who has integrity. Goodness is honesty and transparency. It's it's being the same in one situation as another, while always caring for others. And doing so because you're trying to be like God and imitate his qualities. We're not doing this to get anything. We're just doing it because it's good. The opposite of this is phoniness and hypocrisy. If you remember from the Lord's prayer study that we did, Pastor Phil described hypocrisy being a hypocrite. It was just an ancient word in the first century used to describe an actor. It's someone who put a mask on to play a different role. And and this is the opposite of goodness. It's pretending to be something that you are not. It's putting on a show of goodness when you really know that you don't believe anything you're doing. It's doing something to get something in return. So to be good is to engage the process of making things right in the world. It's to love showing others the kindness that God shows us and to live in an active, transparent relationship with God and with others. You know, We're living in a difficult time right now. All the information we hear through the the media, it creates a polarized society. It feels like we have to choose sides. Do you, are you listening to the, the information that this news station is giving us or that news station is giving us? Are you listening to the way this doctor is telling us something or are you listening to this doctor and what he's saying? We're, we're put in situations where we have to choose sides. It's kind of like a civil war that's being created amongst society. And what this does is this creates fighting 
Uh, and we do what we do really well. We, we get passive aggressive. We get behind our computers and we become keyboard warriors where we're fighting people, even people that we call brothers and sisters in Christ, because now we're defining who we are. We're creating our identity by who we are against, you know, as the church, we must first and foremost, be committed to the gospel. We must first and foremost be people who are known by our love for one another. This means that we can't get sucked into the political arguments that are so easy to click into. During this difficult time, when we are struggling with anxiety and isolation and the feeling that we're not free to do as we wish, the people of God need to first and foremost remember that our job description is to be ambassadors for Christ. We read this in 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, we represent him by demonstrating his goodness to the world. And the best way we can practice this goodness is to demonstrate this in how we treat those who don't have anything to offer us. And that actually starts with people who we disagree with. Because who has anything less to offer you than the person you're in a disagreement with? So let's remember the gospel. Let's remember the good news that God was good to us while we had nothing to offer him. And then we pray for him to empower us to do the same by means of his Holy Spirit. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.